on the Spencer's of the Pez. Go hang out at the cons, Renaissance Fest. Watch animated chicks with inflatable breasts. You might be a Trekkie. Eh, sit back and watch as the Uber geek goes and kicks it up a notch. Turn to the letter F in your dictionary and add this word to your vocabulary. Take a look, cause I'm the real McCoy. Damn it, Jim, I'm not a doctor. I'm just the definition of a fanboy, baby. Fanboy. Fanboy. It's the Fanboy Fire Fire. Richard Burton Esk. And here is your host, Man, wondering with all his riddles, Derek McCaw. Thank you, Lon. This That's is Derek McCaw, editor in chief of FanboyPlanet.com. We are podcasting on Wednesday, March 14th, from Elusive Comics and Games 2725 El Camino Real Suite 104 in Santa Clara, California. And uh, across from me there, again, this whole table layout now has got me thrown off like who's who's who who's now. across from you? Uh, no, I, I, I'm turning my body so that right directly across from me, I'm looking right at his nose. No, I'm no. He's got a kind of a brush cut there, my huh? announcer. Huh? Uh, Lon Burtonesque Lopez. Fantastic. Okay, and I'm going to go over to uh, Lon's left. No, I'm, I'm saving the best for last there. Oh. Uh, Are you now? Maybe. Uh, the shoe pimp. Oh, you said you were saving the best for last. Uh, I guess I'm up now. Yes, you are. Nate Costa here. Okay, no, nothing more needs to be said. And uh, our resident Harry Knowles impersonator, uh, Hugo Winner, and fan of all the Christmas. <laughs> Christopher J. Garcia. Mm-hmm. As opposed to Christopher. You need P. to throw Garcia. a ward in there, otherwise people will think you think you're part of the film. Well, I was actually. Or that um, doll that was the master of disguise. Yes. You oh. want a Hugo at an antique fair. And wearing the NVIDIA polo shirt. Coming straight from work, almost. Um, the real. You've never Hugo. come straight from anywhere. Oh, that's right. Oh. Oh, David Todd. And now, directly across. What is your, what is your sig now? Um, man of leisure and bon vivant? That's it. Yeah. Rick Brett Snyder. Mm. Okay. What's a, what's a bon it's like ice cream inside. It's it's actually it's the town just next to Bon Town in um, <laughs> True Blood. Yeah, exactly. oh, oh, is that where all the werewolves live? Bon bon bon. It's where all the were panthers live. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so we got some movie news. We got some TV news. We got some. Uh, I, I dated a were panther once. Uh, I wouldn't be she surprised. Was definitely a tag. And we got some comics <laughs> news. But before we get there, we've got Lon give us a theme song. Mail. We've got. Oh, it's not uncanny. We've got Fanny Mae. I think it'll work better if I just say, "Give us a theme song," and you just go into it without my having to say it's fan mail because well, that's I know. why I have you theme gave it a theme song for everything though. Okay. You just say, "Give me the theme song." I got to know what okay, what okay. subject we're going into. Your diverticulitis. Go. It's not uncanny. It's diverticulitis. Okay. Good. That was Thanks. less good. <laughs> yeah. I, it's I'm to work in progress. <laughs> Actually, this came through on the Facebook page. We have oh, two comments on the Facebook page uh, to the podcast. I'm really pleased to know that. First of all, from occasional contributor from Chicago, David J. Fowley. And we were talking about the, the Hulk movie and where uh, in the Avengers trailer uh, that uh, Bruce Banner is at the beginning. And I said India and uh, Lon thought he was in Brazil. That was me. And, well, that was Nate, not Lon. You oh, Nate. no. It, just, it David, was a long David says, says Lon. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You should be hurt. Yeah. Anyway, this is regarding the location of the Hulk. I think I'm going to insert in ellipses and a little sick. Uh, Nate, 
may have been thinking of the ending of Ang Lee's Hulk, which leaves Banner in the Amazon rainforest hoping to find a cure. Uh, As a nod to that ending, the the Incredible Hulk picks up in Rio de Janeiro with Banner apparently mastering meditation to tame the beast. I appreciate the attempted excuse, David. (laughs) (laughs) However, I was thinking of the Edward Norton scene where he is meditating and he opens his eyes up and they're green because he's about to turn into a... Edward Norton, Bruce Banner controlled Hulk. But didn't you since uh, research that and then email us all? And he was in British, British Columbia. Columbia. It was British Columbia, yeah. But I didn't email anybody. I said it on the podcast. Yeah. Oh. After researching, no, he, he he looked it up on the phone. Well, like when like when when Lon mm-hmm. listens to the podcast, David probably fell asleep before that point <laughs> got there. You know. <laughs> and I say that that's why I throw things into the podcast occasionally, like wake up. <sighs> And just see, you know, mm-hmm. see and then he gets he, he gets startled. This is early on in the podcast, so I won't, won't bother. No, exactly. Right. But later, remember to say something scary to wake Lon up. Right. Okay. And uh, reader Sean Orion King. Uh, is that a real name? I yes, think that's I think so. Arian. Whoa. 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 Like Arian Whoa. Foster, that's spelled the or exact like, same uh, way. Or like a vegetarian? Oh, no. no. no well, More like okay. Arian Foster, the Sh- running Sh- back for the Houston Texans. Oh, really? Nobody gonna, on this was, podcast would know that because I it's know a Arian football Foster. player. Right. I, I was going with Orion like Arian races, too. Yes. So. Uh, it's, spelled, it's spelled with an I, though. Oh, okay. That's okay, fine. so that's yeah, all right. Arian, like Arian uh, Foster. He wanted to talk about what we talked about JSA. Hey, guys, glad you made a comment about the new JSA series coming. I've been anticipating this since we first found out there was no JSA in the new 52. If you scroll back, back through your comments, I posted here like six months ago. Then we heard that Robinson was attached to write. I was almost delirious with excitement. Then I saw the preview <laughs> images released. WTF, question mark, question mark, question mark, exclamation point, exclamation point, question mark, question mark. FFS, leave them alone. Probably not For on F's sake. Oh, okay, thank you. I've never seen that one. <laughs> If Jim Lee wants to design new characters, bugger off back to Image and make up all the characters you want. <laughs> Just leave mine the frack alone. Thankfully, he euphemized until this point. I refuse to pay a single cent for this abortion. Well done, DC. My pull list is now down to two comics. A year ago, I was buying most of the DC line, and all because Jim Bloody Lee wants to be ready with your bleepers. Uh, wants to play with character designs. Well... Shall I say the word and you'll just make a monkey noise over it? No. Yeah, go ahead. Well, f- <coughs> Jim Lee. <coughs> him right in the arse. And you too, Dio. Sigh. Whoa. <laughs> Rant over. Maybe I should have emailed this, but I didn't know it was going to be this big when I started. I was six minutes, 12 <laughs> seconds in, kids. Really, honestly, I'm, I'm looking at this this email, and really the thing that worries me is that he will not pay a cent for this abortion. Um, it is not a free service, people. Yeah. Well, frankly, <laughs> yeah. in Texas, there's no amount you can pay for that abortion. So <laughs> This got really weird really fast. It did. Uh, <laughs> really weird. This is truly the darkest timeline. <laughs> Wow. I'm just uh, picking up on the Doonesbury controversy this week. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's uh, well done there. Yes, uh, it is. <laughs> My gosh, did you have you read all of them? Yes. Bleeding Cool posted them this morning. It was wow. For yeah. those of us who aren't in the know, stuff. can we figure? Texas is a uh, is Back to the Future. They're really kind of like, and, making, and that's the future. If you believe that 1955 did you is know, the world, did of you the know the A on the back side of her clipboard? No, I, I didn't. They give her an A, oh, like a, a scarlet, scarlet letter. letter. Yes, of yes. course, great. Brilliant They're trying to shame, shame the women who are going in to have abortions, and it's all the... the uh, <sighs> wow, I just tuned into this podcast to listen to Comic Talk. There you go. Uh, that is Comic Talk. That's Sean Doomsbury. King's information. 
Yes. Jim Lee is supposed to be a big wow. So if he wants to send in an official question, <laughs> I would be happy to ask. Fantastic. Wow. Sean, Sean, send in a question. Excellent. And Nate, Nate will ask Nate him. will bear bait that off. That, oh, yeah. That artist. Oh, he's a good bear baiter. Bear baiter. <laughs> bear baiter. Oh, even yes. better. I'm a master bear baiter. Yeah, he likes <laughs> yes. to bear bait it all day long. Okay. Um, what just happened? <laughs> you know. All right, so let's talk officially comics. Because Nate uh, emailed me with a topic today, oh, yeah. but I'd already decided because I'd read the I, probably the same article you did, the same interview with Gary yeah. Frank this Most morning, likely. who was the artist on Curse of Shazam, mm-hmm. and they've done some recoloring on that image and made it clear that he does that he has pants, heavy that he has pants. They're, they're red. It does look more like the classic uniform than it did in that New York Post. Uh, Upload. Okay. But he still has that ridiculous cowl and the lightning and the electricity coming through. Was it a cowl or a hood? It's a hood. I'm sorry. As a cowl is different. You're right. Uh, But I see then the connection of the hood to the classic cape. Maybe the hood just pops off and then looks like his cape. It's got a zipper. Right. And one of the things that... uh, Snaps. Oh, fantastic. Uh, that, that one of the things that Gary Frank said is that in some of the preview pages, there's been a kid in an elevator... And people have been yeah. afraid that that was Billy Batson, and so far we haven't actually seen what Billy Batson is going to look like. So that the redheaded kid with the freckles is not a redesign of Billy Batson that he promises Billy Batson will be recognizable. But he's still going to be a feisty, feisty foster teen, unsure of what direction his life should take and what he you should know, foster do. Foster teens rarely get cursed by adopted, Shazam, adopted, right. much less. Right, but they promise that Mary Batson will be the there, Freddie ones. Freeman will be there, and that many of the supporting cast will Tawny be there. Tawny Tiger? They were not making any commitment to Talkie Tawny. How about the Gator guy? That's one of the uh, Monster Society of Evil? No, not no. yet. Uh, but what about the Wormy guy? Mr. Mind? Mm-hmm. No, Mr. Mind is no behind this whole uh, redesign. New 52. <laughs> yes, exactly. Just um, like he was in... Yeah. Countdown? Countdown. Was or, it Countdown where he turned out to be? Or was it 52 weeks? I thought it was Countdown. I no, thought Pandora had done it all. That's what they alluded to in... Right, but we're going, we're going back further in continuity. Oh, so we're going back to the previous reason. no matter what DC wants us to believe... Hypertime. Yeah. We do remember. It was 52 <laughs> weeks, right? Because Countdown was Countdown to Final Crisis. Yes. 52 you know, weeks but, showed that there were 52... Right. ...universe size. Yes. So, so Didio is sitting in his office going, how do I make the fans forget? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I can't do it. Um, so, um, Great invitation, by the way. That, thank you. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, so uh, but this is the thing that uh, Nate and I both are skeptical of. If I'm, I don't mean to put words in your mouth, but I believe in our email exchange you agreed with me. Gary Frank promises that Jeff Johns is writing an all-ages book. Mm. No, I didn't. I don't know he's, if he's capable. Which one is it? I di- uh, yeah, it's not Curse <laughs> of Shazam. One of the current ones? No. Well, that's what I say. Is I think we disagree about what is appropriate for kids. And uh, <laughs> my definition of what is appropriate for kids are things that are appropriate for kids. Uh-huh. And Je- Jeff Johns' definition of <laughs> appropriate for kids cool. are exactly things that he would have found in his dad's dresser drawer yeah. when he was 13 and gone, yeah, this is what I like. Um, stuff he shouldn't have seen. So, um, and that's not denigrating him as a writer. It's just that when he's thought that he's done something all ages, I have agreed to disagree. Mm-hmm. And uh, did he, you want to talk about this then? Yes. Okay. <laughs> and in fact, yes. Thank you, uh, Rick. Let's go to a happy place. Richie Rich returns this week from Kazoic, which is Ape Entertainment. Uh, yeah, Ape Entertainment's uh, kids line. 
But Richie Rich has definitely got kind of a manga influence there. Yeah, it's definitely. Um, yeah, that's not the Richie I knew. He's been updated. He's got a bad, uh, bad early '90s animation vibe. Yeah, yeah. So um, which manga. I think would totally work with the kids today. Yeah. Well, yeah, actually, unfortunately, actually, Generator Rex today. on Cartoon Network kind of looks like that. So, kind of, uh, uh, as far as character design, not that he's. But here's the more important spot. question. Yes. Is Richie Dollar Rich there? Is, Dollar is no, there. No, Rich is, is designed. Cadbury there? Is Cadbury there? Oh, see. No. Yeah. In the back, there is classic Richie Rich, Rich, Rich reprint. Yes. Well, here's the thing, though. Is the title itself and the character and the storyline insensitive to today's economy? <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Richie Rich. You mean, is it true to the original source? Do people really want to read about well, it a is, spoiled it, rich kid? It is six ninety nine. Oh, well, so, uh, so that's okay. you have to be Richie anyone. Rich to it buy it. Be offending any of those people. Now, what was the space? The same company that did Richie Rich did a space one too. Harvey, I don't know. The Harvey. Jetsons. No, what was? The no, no, no. It, um, the artist, Spacey Space. The artist on Harvey went over to Star Comics for Marvel and Planet Terry. Yes, was uh, the uh, was the one done in the style, but it was actually for Marvel, not really? for Harvey Comics. Who names a boy Terry? I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Southerners. Lots I of people. Okay. I don't know. Terry. Write in if you are a man <laughs> who named your boy Terry. And you are Terry, or you named your boy Terry. Right, Terry. Right, but Harvey, you know, they were the, they came Hulk up with Casper, and of course they Hulk Hogan's it. name is Terry. Yeah. Why do you think he does? He goes by Hulk Hogan because Hulk Hogan is an awesome name. Yeah, how <laughs> so how come he doesn't Terry go by Terry Bollea? And, and Nate is bitter that it's been taken. Terry Bollea on the sex tape that oh. you brought it up. Oh, <laughs> ah, I was trying not to bring it up. Oh, oh brother, he oh. <laughs> Hulkazized her. Oh, yeah. Okay. Jeez. Give her the leg drop. Oh. Yeah, something oh. like that. Keep going. Okay, yeah, can we? <laughs> s- speaking of appropriate for kids, <laughs> oh, I, bl- Rich to I, I blame <laughs> Sean King. He started the tone. So I didn't read that part. Did Gary Frank say it's an all ages uh, yes, story? Yes, he said that it's an all ages oh, story. Lord. Yeah. Does he mean it's appropriate for all ages, or all ages can kind of read it, uh, identify with it? He means that they think they're writing an all-ages story. In the back of Justice League, which is Justice not an all-ages story. Right? It's Team right, Plus? It's, it's a Team Plus, yeah. That Although, I, you know, sense. I've let my son read Justice League, and his only problem is that... Um, There's too much Cyborg. No, he loves Cyborg. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm joking. He loves Cyborg, but what, uh, you know, is that uh, they, they use H-E double hockey sticks. And they yeah. fight with each other. Yeah, yeah. But that's okay. Fighting with each other And they okay. poke things in people's eyes. And laugh. I and still say that is that is one of the best Jim Lee drawings I, I think there is. Yeah, uh, Wonder Woman that totally summed up her character. Let's talk about Marvel season one because you've read them. Yep. Talk about your 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 trials and tribulations of Marvel season. So one. this is the first of about I don't know. There's like a dozen of them coming out. The first one was Fantastic Four. Hardcover one. graphic novels. Uh, they're kind of slim. They're not that, that many pages. And well, the, neither were the the was the Superman Earth one that first book from DC. Yeah, this is thinner. Um, and it's got a reprint. So it's like eight pages. It's got. Well, I've got them right here. I don't know. There's the Fantastic <laughs> Four one. Oh, oh this is not. This is her. like the Marvel Universe menu. Yeah. 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 So the first part of it is a a coalition. Uh, it's kind of like a my first storybook. Of yeah, it almost feels that way. Equal thickness to the Earth one. And books. in this, in the Fantastic Four one, they get through the origin. They get through Mole Man and Submariner. All in one story, one continuous story, and then it has. Is it kind of like a reboot? Nothing like the new Fifty Two. No, it's not at all a reboot. It's it's just a kind of re um, 
not a re, not even a restart, but it's it's a language and fashion and all everything is modern today. It's not like it's a not retelling like using re- modern vernacular. Yeah, um, and you have things like Reed Richards, how he asks Sue to go up in the rocket. They make a little joke with that. There's, um, I I've, the art kind of if you flip through it, the art is super clean, but yeah. it kind of leaves me flat. And that was uh, the I'm I'm not sure I've ever seen this artist before David um, Marquez yeah has he done ah uh, the name's not ringing a bell but uh, but yeah. it, it's reminding me of other things it's, so I mean, it's, it's 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 well produced certainly well produced but uh, is it canon uh, yeah it's sure it's canon all stories that you've already read before they've got some new characters in there and they they do a lot with making the first family kind of like well me- the media art, friendly the art is beautiful. You know, I, that, now you're looking at the wrong – that's the reprint of one of the Hickman issues in the back, which is what they've done, is they've, they've done this introductory Wait, story. Wait, it's thin, and it's also then – It's got a, a reprint. It's got a full of, issue of one of the early uh, the early Hickman um, So an already thick, thin stories. book is is given thickness <laughs> right. Look at that by shot a of the mole man. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. bad ace. Okay. So – the I mean it's very clean. It's almost like the guy who's doing Wolverine right now. I can't remember his name. It's it, although they throw more texture in on what he's doing. Um, this looks looks really like computer. It doesn't look like pen and ink ever hit this. This is all just done on the computer. Um, not that I have possible. anything against computers, right. so, of course. Um, like I said, it's slim. One of the unexpected benefits of both this and the X Men, I imagine, it's going to continue through all these. Is that uh, you can the price on this was rent, is it twenty four? Am I remembering twenty five bucks? Twenty four ninety nine for the hardback, but it comes with um, it comes with a code to download the digital version into your iPad or again your, seriously. I got I've got to ask who is are these people pay, paying twenty five bucks for right. the hardcover copy and then and then once you've read a, an already slim volume right. I gotta read that on my iPad. Well, you know, I put it. I put them on my iPad just because. Oh, I Rick, wanted, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no, I'm doing it because I'm going out and doing an ongoing review of these of these readers, and I wanted to show you a, an effect that I'm not really happy about with the readers now. If you look at this page, for example, which is this kind of weird. This is what I'm saying. Why it's a little wow. bit, a little bit reimagined. You've got this whole thing with Sue and her her gaggle of girlfriends who will probably From never the first see issue, again. I remember that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but do you remember that? I don't remember that. I do remember that. Okay. Well, she's so, in a store. Okay, but and she's sitting she down for coffee with yeah. her friends. So you have this panel here, which is a large picture of Sue. And when you read that in the reader, and it goes from panel to panel, that takes up the whole screen. Right. Now we get down to this panel of Reed. It's, so these two panels are juxtaposed, right? Mm-hmm. So you're supposed to look at – there's Reed and there's Sue, and they're looking at each other, mm-hmm. so you see them that way. When you read that on the reader, it goes to this one. This panel is as big as this one and isolated. Mm-hmm. So so we have a rectangle – a square and a rectangle taking over the whole screen. In fact, because this – whoa. Because this one fits in – on the iPad screen, more it's larger than than the one that is the uh, portrait. Um, you can read it full page, but when the readers are going through and they're resizing proportionately against the page, I'm not I'm not digging that as much because it really makes it a, a very different experience than the artist who laid this right this page I mean, because out. that those two panels are, are side by side for a reason that's right. part of the storytelling right but now we get this one which is the same size as the other one right. as well right which i know this is coming out across very well 
<laughs> visually. But the idea that the re- trust that, me that the panels resize proportionally in the reader, I think, is is a, another problem with the digital representation of what I consider an art. The layout of the story is part of the art of the building of a comic book. Yeah, and the person reading on the iPad goes, "Who gives a because yeah. they're just going, "I got an iPad." Well, so maybe, and that does bring up. Because um, you understand better than anybody else at South by South by Southwest, Joe Casada, with Nate's favorite writer Jeff Loeb, announced this Marvel Infin- Infinity thing. Right, and they uh, showed a demo of somebody reading, um, looking at it's it's. If you've seen the the Nintendo DS3, it's probably the biggest um, prior art to this. This is actually out in the market right now. If you're looking at these cards that come with the DS3, they create a virtual reality where the card actually springs to life on the DS3 screen. Yes. And you play a game with this three-dimensional image that is on your table. And this, the the video we saw was a similar thing where Iron Man popped up and starts, he does all his, the mechanical sounds of him moving around and then flies, flies around. And so you can see him in this virtual reality which is laid over the actual reality. Um that's okay, and they're they're saying this is going to change comics. The thing is, doing that kind of stuff, that kind of modeling, that kind of production, that kind of it, that's like making a little movie, which is a lot more production than making a comic book. Not and really. They just ship it off to China, and they do it for like no. In a day. You still, especially if you ship it off to China, you have to get you have to coordinate with those production houses. You're already having people trying to get books in on time, and now you got the digital part of this that. You know, any kind of production on a computer can run behind, run on a different schedule. I'm just, and I'm not sure what it's going to do with respect to the price of books with this stuff, or it's, or it's really going to improve the comic reading experience. They're trying desperately to appeal to people who are actually going off and playing video games and playing movies. I don't know if this is really going to grab those people and bring them back in on what is essentially a visual gimmick. And they're launching and this with Avengers versus X-Men, right? And, yeah. And and what I'm saying, of course, what I'm saying is based on a very little bit of information. But I would I would bet that's what it's going to come down to. That it's not going to be integral to the pl- plot because you have to be able to read this book without a smartphone or without, a, without an iPad or something to look at the page. Um, so I'm not sure that they've made a, a real solid bet here. Mm-hmm. To cap the, the Season 1 stuff, though, um, I had a lot of trouble with the product codes for these. The first one, the Fantastic Four, I entered, and the system was having some kind of trouble, and it it didn't download the book. And then when I went back, it told me the code had already been used. So I got in, co- in contact with the support guys. The support guys were awesome. They really were. Um, they were back. You know, I've never had in any kind of – I've had very expensive – software products that I've never had this kind of turnaround in in getting things fixed and essentially getting that download code working. The funny thing was the X-Men book uh, arrived in my mailbox yesterday from Amazon. And when I tried to enter that code, it just came up and said loading. It just, it wouldn't download the code. So I wrote to them and, and found out that it was because I got the book a day before the actual release. And so the codes weren't active yet. So this is another these this the delivery system has some interesting problems mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. casual people I don't know if I wasn't if I hadn't been actually trying trying to make use of this for the purposes of doing review I might have just given up because I have the book already right so I don't know what I don't know um, 
and unless the stuff gets a little more solid, um, they, they really aren't going to be able to grow this market that much. Uh, mm-hmm. But again, they're investing in it because they had super good support people to uh, to get this this stuff working. And you know, reading reading the book on screen, as long as you don't as long as you aren't using this, the uh, panel by panel view, it actually looks pretty good. Hey Rick, two 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 things really quick. One serious, one not so serious. The, the, the serious Can we one start with the not serious one? Oh, okay. Well, the not serious one was... No, let's start with the serious one. Okay, was uh, with the new tablets out there, like the iPad yeah. next, whatever, with the retina display. Right. Are these uh, applications can be conceivably upgraded to like a retina? Like That's a possibility. Now, when, when I got uh, my Galaxy Nexus, I was told that a lot of the applications I had already were, were because it had a higher resolution, were not going to work very well. I ran into one or two, and they they were quickly updated, and so I don't run into that problem at all. It certainly gives you the opportunity to get deliver something at a higher resolution. Yeah, because I think so. that that would be a nice selling point to, to have some something so high quality that you can. Really yeah, apparently the retina the display camera. is like supposed to be like looking at a glowing piece of paper. <laughs> sure, it's like the briefcase in uh, Pulp Fiction. Um, yeah. No, and then the not so serious one was for the animation stuff. I was thinking if you're concerned about the turnaround time, they should just hire that. Taiwanese uh, animation company that puts out those news bulletins in 24 hours or less. I think they'll get it done really quick. That's what I was talking about. I'll be right on it. All right. Conan O'Brien goes to them. You also uh, who picked up Avengers Assemble? Yes. I did. We, oh, we all okay. did, I think. We all did. Okay, I did not. So tell me, should I want to? I haven't bought it. I haven't read it yet. I just bought it right now. Okay, no, I just got it this evening. Well, the new Avengers Assemble, which which brings the uh, it also has a digital, uh, a free of digital course, copy. That's what they want to do. You can yeah. also get a blank cover and have your favorite artist sketch on there, unless he doesn't want to get sued by Marvel. And then you know, there is a blank cover oh. issue. Oh. There's sketch is. cover. Uh, Ma- uh, Joe Casada has sworn that that's not going to be an oh, issue. I know. Yeah, but Joe Casada doesn't speak afraid. for Disney. I know. I know. Um, what what's the team on it again? Because that's what I that's what I bought it for. The movie team. No, 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 no. Uh, the creative team. It's Bagley and... It's right over there. Is it Bagley and Bendis? Bagley and Bendis, yeah. Bendis is writing it? Yeah. And Bendis has a prose, semi-prose book about the Avengers. I he was done week. with the Avengers. No, not until... Well, is it the... Not until X-Men, Avengers vs. X-Men is over. Oh, uh, okay. That's it's right next end. to it on the... Because on the, uh, this is the same creative team that brought you Ultimate Spider-Man. Right. And did a hundred issues mm-hmm. on that. Yeah. And I was it. a huge fan of that team... So I'm really looking forward to this book. Okay. Good. Rick. And I really uh, hope it amps me up for the movie. What did you just say two seconds ago? Bendis has a prose book. That's Chris, right. Is Chris that the, has it uh, in his hands. Is that the collection of the stories in the back of the Avengers No, it's kind of like a guide. It's like the field guide to the Avengers, little descriptions of all the... An oral history of Earth's mightiest wow, heroes. Wow, you just... Nate's eyes yeah, just this popped is, This is the collection of those stories that were in the backs of oh, the Avengers and New Avengers and yeah. all those. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. And you put stories in the back? I guess he did this kind of thing where it's basically like interviews with all of the people that are Avengers and how the team came together and they talk about different stuff that happened, you know. So it's all the stuff we read with pictures. And they've no, no, taken the pictures. No, well, that had little stuff interesting. that you read with that pictures. had little little tiny pictures of the different so Avengers they were talking about. It's almost to. like a World War Z Avengers style yes. or something. Yeah. Kind or of uh, an oral history, like uh, Studs Terkel book, which was the influence on Studs uh, Terkel. That's is who uh, Max Brooks's influence was on World War Z. World War Z. Yeah. 
Yeah. What was what was Studs Terkel? Studs World Terkel War was a writer who uh, did Band of Brothers. He no, he uh, working. Uh, the circle will remain unbroken. Uh, this looks kind of cool. I might buy this. Several yeah. several. Yeah, I want to get that too. Where is there, there, there more than one over there? Yeah, there's the only one over there. Mine dibs. Now, what, no, the thing, the thing that amazes me is the guy here who is most active into collecting no, uh, nonfiction on comics and in universe. Uh, is that stuff you? Like uh, who's who? Yes, that's me. Because uh, I believe I'm the only person who's ever read all the who's who's in a right. sitting. I just carry the info in my head. Chris Garcia needs books. Yeah. Um, and mm. when I hit you with an axe, you will all that information will start coming out. <laughs> That's true. Mm, um, good the point. The way this is put together, touche, is very cool. I really like the way. No, this no, no, it's more way cool than very cool. I think it's more sweet. Mm, I would say way cool. So are we gonna have to fight to see who buys it? I don't know. You have the axe, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> you said you weren't gonna buy it. You just said no. Go ahead. Yeah, you just. Said. I called dibs. Yes, and but, Rick but, keeps but Chris Garcia is nothing if not inconsistent. That's right. No, Wait, what? Well, that's the one. <laughs> that's the one. Yeah. Are we still there? Hello. Okay. Hello. Yes, yes. And how about this Fantastic Four six hundred four? Is this is it out today? Hickman's last. Yes. No, and, no, it's not his last what book. I'd it's read, the last what I'd part. Read. Oh, it's, it's the, the beginning last, of his final arc. It's the last part of his three-year plan. And it's not double-sized. I was told that it was double-sized. But it's well, priced as if it were. Yeah. No, it's just three ninety-nine. So it's a Fantastic Four to purchase it. Right. Or close to it. Yeah, he's got, this is the, this ties up the three-year plan, and then he continues until October, at which point he is done. But also FF ties into this book as well. So FF that comes out this month, which is probably next week or the week after. They've all just been going back and forth. Exactly. Through the Finishes line. up the three-year story arc, and then he's got a bunch of, Loose ends to Loose ends, yeah. People to kill. According to the interview that's on fanboyplanet.com. Oh, that's yeah. Excellent. On the podcast that you recorded, once again, all props to Nate. All hey, Nate. hey, BTW, did anybody read The Defenders number four? I did. I did. Yeah. Uh, I just want to say, that Matt Fraction is a darn good writer. Because He's going to be something someday. For the first time ever. He might ever. write a book with a lot of high-profile Marvel heroes. Ever. For the first time ever, I gave a darn about Doctor Strange. Whoa. Okay. And that's that's saying something, because I hate that character. <laughs> um, and I was literally going, wow, if this was written like this, I could probably read a Doctor Strange. So Matt Fraction has the uh, accomplishment of actually making me think Doctor Strange is a cool character. After reading that book, would you go play Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3 and say, you know, maybe I'll pick Doctor Strange is Doctor for this Strange round. on the Ultimate one? He is. I haven't purchased Did you purchase that yet? I did. Is it fun? It is. I'll have to check it out. <laughs> okay. You should. Let's play sometime. Let's. Okay. Excellent. Was there ever a Doctor Strange Phantom Stranger crossover? No. no. But that would be awesome. I but the it. title was called Strange or Stranger. Doctor Phantom <laughs> J Stranger. Oh, that was in the uh, Garcia. It was Amazon actually called Universe. Stranger Danger. That was the title. So. Okay, that's that's pretty good. Let's move to movies, shall we? Are we all done? We can. I think we are. I think we are. We can talk about movies. And oh wait, it, Saga came out today, and I've yeah. heard good things about it, and I was forced into buying it. So were we'll you see. forced? No you one forced, forced me. I tried to stop you, actually. No, you didn't. Brian K. Vaughn and Brian Fiona Staples. Yeah. Uh, saga. This is, is this the first book that Brian K. Vaughn has written since Y ended? I don't know. 
I, think I don't know, but John Lehman's Facebook highly totally recommended it. This, yeah. Okay. And I do whatever John Lehman says. Do you? Friend of the program, John Lehman. Yes. That's right. I will Friend of the you, podcast. I'll tell you one thing. Yeah. He has that at least is, acknowledged this once publicly. That is a huge book. It's a very thick book. Yeah. No ads. Uh, well, very that's nicely done. Fantastic Four season one. Two dollars <laughs> ninety nine cents. Hell yeah! Oh damn! No, that's a different book. Oh, we oh, didn't go back. Yeah. Did you read Hell Yeah? I did. And what did you think? Hell yeah! Okay. Juan, what did you think? I don't. I don't want to talk about. Yeah. Juan yeah. didn't like it. No, actually, I thought it was okay. It's I'm a good buying start. It this week. I thought Glory was much more in, intriguing. Is what I was okay. Yeah, but I liked I Hell Yeah. I, I admit, I thought the artwork was inconsistent. I was it. just going to say inconsistent overall. I'd like to maybe see it as a whole. Maybe the first one didn't quite, you know, whatever. But uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm waiting to see the whole arc, how it, how it plans out. Yeah. So the guy couldn't quite follow. It's like, so he's a hero. He's not a hero. He's supposed to be. He can't be. His dad's a hero. What's going well, on? I was following that. I thought it was a good story. Yeah. I thought it was a good story. I just I found the art somewhat inconsistent. I'll the start art was a little it. off. But I thought, yeah. Does anyone know anything about that Jimmy Palmiotti queen crab thing that's behind your head over there? There's a queen crab I've behind my head? Oh, my God. And it's a little disturbing. Tweets uh, about that from Jimmy Palmiotti. Yeah. What's uh, I don't I don't like the cover image, if I may say. I'm finding image. it rather disturbing. What do you not like about that disgusting, disturbing image? <laughs> and the back isn't much. I better. feel threatened. I uh, just a little bit. So nobody's heard anything about it. Nope. Uh, hardback. It's a hardback with no description on the back at all, other than another, another disturbing image. It's uh, Jimmy Palmiotti's answer to Black Kiss. Is that right? I don't know. No. Wait, there's a Black Kiss. Yes. I know there was Little it's Kiss. It's like Little oh, Kiss. Only is there a there. Black there. Kiss now? Yes, yes it is. Yeah. Awesome. If I may also say, uh, that also came out today, issue one of Saucer Country from Paul Cornell. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Um, very. I, oh, I missed that. Myself. I didn't even think about that. Uh, Doggone it. Uh, the Vertigo preview that came out a couple months back that had uh, the four new titles that Vertigo is introducing this month. Right, right. This was the only one that had any interest for me. I mean, including Deadwardian, which... The Deadwardians looks kind of interesting. I I was just not sold. Maybe it was just the wrong setup. But Vertical comic, another two ninety nine. Two ninety nine. Very excited for. Okay. For Saucer I'm Country. gonna have to go back and see if there's a copy. And right. our good there friend is. Paul there's Cornell. There's a copy right there. Well, uh, let me get it for This one's viewer. mine. There are That's numerous cool. copies right there. Yeah. Okay. There are actually oh, a bunch of comics behind Derek's head. Comics. <laughs> yes. Let's just all name them out. Not as threatening as, as Queen Crab. Crab. No. no, that's that's threatening. Let's go to the movies, Derek. Let's go to the movies, Let's and it's a it's a big Johnny Depp week because uh, it's always a big Johnny Depp it week. Is here. always a big. Last week, it's moderately Disney fun. released the first, or actually Jerry Bruckheimer tweeted the first official image of. Was it a twit pic? It was mm. of John, it was and then Instagram, later, was it an Instagram? Was I heard I he, was I heard okay. it was tweeted. I got it from Disney. They said the Disney publicist sent it and said, "Go ahead and run this." So. Um, but it had been released like early in the morning by Jerry Bruckheimer. And it's starring one it's, of the Winklevoss twins. And uh, it's Army Hammer. Oh, oh okay. Army Hammer is the Lone Ranger and Johnny Depp as Tonto. And already, well, what did you guys think if you saw that picture? He, he's got a bird on his head. He does. He's like a shaman or something. Yeah, I don't like the fact that he's in white face. I think that's kind of insensitive. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, I was thinking more of a, a zebra face. I, as, as a, I thought he was doing a kind of a Punisher thing. I thought he was doing kind of a uh, Captain Jack Sparrow drunk wearing paint on his face with a bird on his head. 
Is, he, is he Mexican or Indian? Because he had that Dia de los Muertos kind of thing. Tonto yeah. is is supposed to be Native American. Native American. Okay. Apache. Apache. Is he Apache? I think so. Apache. He's either uh, no. Uh, Depp is either Apache or Creek. He's not sure which. Really? Yeah. Hmm. On his great grandfather. Well, so he side. says. On yeah. his great grandfather's side. He says he. Lon says the same thing. We don't give him the benefit of the doubt on that. Why no, you don't? No, we, we don't. never do. Lon's I, no. Not, Believe it or not, just my because wife, you've gambled in an Indian casino does not make you Native American. You know, I well, almost got Native American status. Debbie, who is paler than all it's of like you, gold card is partially I went to college on it. Uh, what partial Cherokee? How many? Uh, grandmother, uh, three generations back, grandmother. Yeah, I'm one eighth, so. She's got me and her tied. Yeah. Wow. That's right. I'm ethnic as all get out. And the podcast comes to a screeching halt. <laughs> <home. laughs> there we go. As we do. We'll add visuals for all these. As far as I know, I am just pasty. Wait, this just in. Johnny Depp is East Indian. That's oh. what it is. Uh, that okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, That's going to be interesting. And tonto. then uh, a lot of images again from Dark Shadows. And I mm-hmm. guess tomorrow, after we finish podcasting, they will release... The trailer, first trailer for Dark Shadows. Did you check out the uh, the? the I didn't have a chance to. to and why wait, should I? They're care? already doing another Batman movie for After Dark Knight. Dark Shadow. Dark Shadows. The yeah. Dark Knight yeah, Shadows. That, was that Ken no. Howard basketball show, right? Right. Okay. With salami. Johnny Depp is playing salami. <laughs> <laughs> no, they showed they showed. Uh, he looks scenes, just like Vincent Van Patten. Scenes of the coffin that I mean, if you remember, you probably are too young to remember the original I Dark am. Shadows. But it start. It started actually. Yes, I am too young to remember the original Dark Shadows, went, despite the many conversations we have had <laughs> in which I've talked about watching Dark Shadows. Ah, why but do you I probably care about it? Rick's too old channel. to remember the conversations that you've had. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I you watched yes. on the Sci-Fi Channel. I'm going to go with that. Thank okay, you, Rick. Thank yes. You. Okay. It's a new era for me. I am so, only 25. So yes, there you go. Um, they the uh, story actually shut ran up. Ran for several months. Just I never being taught this, Chris Garcia this kind of gothic ghost story. There was no Barnabas Collins in the beginning, and they bring him in as they unearth this coffin that is chained up. Right, and the grave robbers break the chain, and one of the grave robbers becomes enthralled by the vampire. I actually had out of the it. feature film version of this House yeah, of Dark Shadows. True. Yeah, that's yes. true. Wait a second, Hollywood's putting out another vampire movie. Yes, get used to yes, it. Yes, but oh. this one doesn't sparkle. This oh, one doesn't God. suck. Um, no, he does. The 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 depth the uh, depth makeup is uh, Barnos Collins looks pretty cool. Actually, I, I kind of liked it. The first image they released, but it was didn't look that cool. It was like cartoony, yeah. but then in actual context with the right lighting and the and the right filters, it does look kind of kind of cool. And I I like the fact that this this uh, preview trailer had the original Dark Shadows mu- music over it, which made me just think, oh, what's <sighs> so wait to see a good guy or a bad guy? Yes. Is he going to die at the end? Maybe. Who is going to kill him? Does he have a villain, we a bad guy, He's an arch nemesis? No, in the sunlight, in, in garlic, the, in the ho- wooden stakes. In the future film, the House yeah, of Dark he, Shadows, he they killed. did kill Barnabas at yes. the end. But he's much so, more of an evil villain in that one than he was. In right, the, right. He is a lot, He's yeah. misunderstood, and he was cursed by Angelique. And will but, there be any singing? I am aware. See the, okay. the thing you got to look forward to. It's a Tim Burton film, which means Danny Elfman music. So right. Danny Elfman doing the Dark Shadows theme 
I'm it's just saying, awesome. wasn't there singing in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? Yes. Yeah. Wasn't there singing in, what was that, Barber Corpse, Corpse one? Bride. That was a oh, musical. Sweeney Todd. Todd. That was Sweeney a musical. Todd. was an adaptation of a well-known Broadway musical. I'm just saying, that's two for two. Are we going to get Dark two for Shadows two. singing? I think he's got yeah, about I loved his 16 movies. Wood also, I, thought I think really there was solid. music no, in that, no, too. There's, there's music in every movie, Lon. <laughs> just saying. Two for two. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want to see singing Johnny Depp vampire Burton movie. Well, don't, Again. don't go. Don't go. Exactly. Um, and so, uh, yeah. So we'll see. I guess by this time next week we'll have seen the we'll trailer, see the trailer, trailer, trailer we'll for, for Dark Shadows, yeah. which does tie in. We'll, I may as well just jump ahead to celebrate that you can actually now get a box set of the entire Dark Shadows, to which I have to say, I mentioned this who last has week. time? Yeah, don't tell Linda. She'll buy it. Did you, did you see that. it? Uh, yeah, but there's a and there's a best of uh, a best of Barnabas oh, Collins smaller disc, and I think it's how much the complete, complete collection costs. Uh, I can't remember what it was. Six hundred dollars. Well, um, how many discs is that? The rest of your life you'll be watching. Well, this exactly. Movie. And if I recall how Dark Shadows correctly, is it doesn't move very fast. It doesn't move very fast, and I can't imagine wanting to watch that. How many seasons? I mean, it was a soap opera. It ran a half hour every day, five days a week. Yeah. Yeah. It was a uh, soap opera? It was, yeah. a, it was an afternoon this, soap opera. They're making a movie off a of vampire soap this is opera? Also, this is the second time they've remade it. Yeah. It was also uh, NBC tried to revival it as a TV series with Ben Cross. Which wasn't bad. Collins. Yeah, I liked it. When's yeah, that uh, Guiding 90s. Light movie come out? Uh, very soon. After the Days of Our Lives mm-hmm. and All My Children. Well, actually, they've done uh, other movies based off of soap operas. There's going to be Saving, Saving Private Ryan's Hope. No, actually, there was one called Genital Hospital. I think I saw it at the video store. You've got to give Guiding Light respect, because they actually had superheroes on that show. <laughs> they did. That's true. Oh, yes, okay. yes. Was, was one of them was called where, The Guiding Light. Yes. Wasn't there also one where they were they had the underground city that had been populated by aliens? I think so. I believe that was Guiding Light. Oh, yes. Or was that Passion? That was the one with the witch and the, the evil, no. and the evil, evil doll, doll Timmy. <laughs> <laughs> I did see that in Passion. What's <laughs> next on the list? <laughs> What's next on the list is that Warner Brothers is going to try to revive two classic characters in film. Laurel and Hardy? Mandrake the Magician. How many people are excited about Mandrake? Not really. No, I... How many people are excited about Magician? He's kind of like Zatara without... I, without real I magic. am I am uh, excited about magicians in the upcoming Jim Carrey, Steve Carell, Burt, Burt oh, Wonderstone yeah, that movie. Looks awesome. Yeah, that does look awesome. That looks awesome, and I but I, that'll make a mockery of magicians. But I still think in Fright Night, uh, David Tennant as Peter Vincent made you know I, I enjoyed that character, even though the movie was itself thin. wasn't it was as good. Thin. But um, I, I would like a Fright Night sequel that is just Peter Vincent. Uh-huh. Uh, but we'll see. Uh, so yeah, the Mandrake the Magician thing is a weird choice. It's a you know, he gestures hypnotically, uh, and causes hallucinations. I mean, that's literally that that that's what would happen. It's a Lee Falk, same guy who created yeah, the, Phantom the Phantom comic strip, but not really one that people have been clamoring to get. And then no. there's the difficulty of Lothar, of his, the Hill People. No, Lothar is his uh, um, African. Uh, sidekick slave uh, who wears a fez and a leopard skin um, pimp kind of like a low line, sling line sarong skin. kind yeah. of thing um, yeah. loincloth with but a shoulder the, stretch re- it's a re- shoulder thing I would totally see like yeah. Carmen Miranda wearing it yeah. and fine they redid it and he actually was wearing a leopard skin tuxedo coat oh well that's cool and then. a that big makes pink flat rimmed hat okay um, <laughs> wow <laughs> 
Yeah, I've always loved Mandrake. Mandrake was one of Huge my Huge shoes. Yeah, I had a Mandrake big little book. That's all I can nice. say. So, you know, yeah. uh, that's my familiar Maybe you should bring character. Mandrake back as no. a woman. Woman Drake? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you heard about what they're the doing with uh, Lucy Liu, right? Making her Watson in the... Yeah. In the um, Elementary. In the expected to tank. Um, um, yes, Elementary, yeah. the ripoff of the BBC Sherlock. Uh, which Bringing the BBC. Sherlock oh, no, they to were the modern day. entirely independent. Yeah. Right, and that's what the lawsuit will prove. Um, so uh, All I know is if Lucy Liu's in it, Lucy. I'm watching it. Okay, great, great. They should make her oh, Mandrake. Woman <laughs> um, <laughs> what was the other character? Uh, and then they're uh, in talks with uh, Colin Farrell to play King Arthur in a Oh, new just what we needed. Another King Arthur movie. Hey, there hasn't been a good one in two years. There's a reason years for that. What's the last one you think was good? I really, oh, I, I, awesome. I, I, yeah, I, I got thirty years that ago. I, that I, oh my gosh, it really was. I really enjoyed the Stars uh, Camelot series, uh, maintaining the magic, yeah, fine, but making it still seem somewhat more realistic and sexy. And sexy. Was next caliber sexy? Yes. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very sexy parts. Yeah, what else are they going to do back then? It was old here. times, you know. They fight, they eat, they, they you know what I mean? They're yeah. going to do all that stuff. Right, exactly. Um, so we'll A pirate's s- life for me. We'll you know see how that goes. Uh, not speaking of pirating, but to tie into the Avengers, AMC announced that they're going to do an Avengers Assemble Marathon. I'm in. Uh, wow. On, what, when does the Avengers open? May 5th? So on May 4th? The Cinco th- de Mayo? No, it's the 3rd. It's the 3rd. So it's going to open at May it's it'll be during the, the day of the fourth, and then through to midnight. So you're going to watch no, because the fifth is a Saturday, so it opens on the fourth. Oh, it's on so the fourth, starting so it's on the third, you can watch Iron Man, Man Incredible Hulk, Hulk Iron, Iron Man, Man 2, Thor, 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 Captain, Captain America, America, and then and Avengers then, begins at midnight, and then Ghost Rider Vengeance. No, they're leaving oh, Ghost Rider okay. Spirit of Vengeance. Oh yeah, out. can I give my review? Because Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance is a champion, not an Avenger. Oh, that's right. Yes, he was also a, a substitute. Fantastic. He's also a fantastic. Yeah, yes, yeah. he was on a he was on a super team with uh, with Hercules and Iceman and mm. the Angel. I like that. Yep. So you saw Ghost Rider: Spirit of Vengeance, oh, Nate? Sure tell did. us about what the hell was wrong with you? Well, you know, I went to the first show of the day, so it was six dollars and fifty cents. Okay, how much of that did you want back? Six dollars and forty nine cents. Okay. Oh, you would pay a penny. I would for pay that. a penny to see this movie. At first, you know, looking at watching the previews, I thought there's no way this is going to be worse than the first one. Were you sadly wrong? That was my first mistake. <laughs> and my only mistake, because I went into the theater, and it's so much worse than the first one. It's ridiculous. Really? Nick Cage just decides it's not even a Ghost Rider movie anymore, and he just acts like a complete Nick Cage throughout <laughs> as Johnny Blaze. And then they have Ghost Rider, like, instead of just walking around, he does these weird, almost dancing movements and, like, these weird head jerks and stuff. Like he's a, As Ghost Rider? But that's all CG, right? As go- it's all CG, but it's just off-putting. It's like, why is he moving like that? He's not dancing around in front of you. He's supposed to be making you scared and giving you the uh, penance I, I got to say stuff. that if a flaming skull in a motorcycle office started dancing in front of me, I'd, I'd be a little pretty much lo- you know, yeah, I don't know. I'd be like, oh, what are you doing, dude? You're weird. Really? <laughs> well, let's just, we happen to have a ghost rider let's right here. <laughs> <laughs> Bring him out. <laughs> I still say Drive Angry is probably more of a ghost. Yeah, Drive Angry is pretty awesome. I, I love Drive Angry. Oh, awesome and then movie. so 
Okay, so the spoilers on. Ooh, he takes so the the kid that he's trying to uh, save, or was it somebody else? I don't know. Uh, Idris Elba is that the guy's name? Yes. Who plays um, what's his name in Thor? Yes. yes. He's also in Ghost Rider for some reason. He probably regrets it now. <laughs> One of these people don't regret all that money. Somebody was like, "Hey, is can he take control of anything that he's driving?" He's like, oh, yeah, so it's not just the motorcycle. It's if Ghost Rider's driving, riding a car, it, it turns into a Ghost Rider car. car. If he's riding in a big truck, I like, I like that it concept. becomes Ghost Rider truck. So Unicycle. there's this huge piece big of... Big wheel. Driving a, dang it. That's a <laughs> green machine, it becomes a Ghost Rider green machine? Exactly. Yeah. There's this huge piece of, like, construction equipment, and Ghost Rider has to go stop this, the bad guys from doing something. And for some reason, they're on a construction steamroller. He gets awesome. into this thing, and flames start coming out of it. And he starts running people over and like swinging the crane arms around and catching everybody that on fire. It's like the greatest movie ever. <laughs> <laughs> but he's Ghost Rider. Why does he need to get in this stupid thing and make it? catch on fire so they can do the toys swing your chain around dude he's, he's a rider kids are going to be buying the terrible rider ghost fighter that's a different character go watch the movie lon if you like it so much it's the toy tie-in kids are going to be buying the ghost rider backhoe they won't have the backhoe <laughs> as a toy <laughs> the ghost backhoe yes the bobcat <laughs> out of five stars i give it a one blank star oh <laughs> is that one blank star on fire? No. Mm. Okay. It didn't it's smoldering? The smoke because I <laughs> I totally want to see this with my own urinated. <laughs> I, I must admit I'm slightly intrigued. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was like, it can't be that bad. If we would have all seen it together, it would have been great. Like when we saw GI Joe. <laughs> no. Wait. How? What's the countdown to the next GI Joe movie? Soon, June. June. We're all going. I have. I have to go. We're all going. In. The whole reason. I hope it's not the second because it's, I have to go to a wedding. Yeah. And the first, I have to go to a wedding, too. <laughs> I don't know, but we're going to do a podcast r- immediately Let's after. do it okay. from the film while it's wow. on. Mm, okay. While okay. it's on. Let's um, go see it at a drive-in. We can set up. A- I just, ooh. <laughs> uh, Robert, Robert Rodriguez is promising that he's going to film Sin City 2 this summer. I'm just throwing it out there because it's comics related. Before and or after Machete? Two. Uh, no, um, uh, and also that heavy metal is going to be animated. But yes. I, but you know, Rick, I'm going to say that doesn't surprise me. I mean, what's no. the point of Why doing it? Why would you do reassurance? Oh, okay, that's well, no, been, There had been talks of doing it live action uh, that was actually going to be more of a redo of the first film in live action. Yeah, um, unnecessary. And what was the I big green thing called again? The but orb of wasn't it Loch Navar or something like that? Uh, the Loch Nar was the Loch- from the Richard Corbin. Um, right, forgotten the name of the character. Yeah. Den. Den. Yeah, yeah. And the Loch Nar is in that story, and it was forced into all the other stories of which I guess we should acknowledge. You know, um, one of the great influences on um, heavy metal did pass away last weekend. Mobius. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, Moebius. I read that that's how the French say it. Jean Moebius. Jean Jaurès. Jean Jaurès. Um, great influence on a lot of Western oh, culture, man. and very, very important uh, in uh, Film. set design. Yeah, yeah. Uh, did a lot of the Fifth. well, everyone remembers uh, Geiger for his uh, alien. alien design. He did a lot of the design of the ship and the space. That's true. And so you know when they had the two ar- two designers doing two different uh, yeah types of uh, race mm-hmm. yeah. designs. And he yeah. also uh, fifth 
Element. Fifth Element. Mm-hmm. And, and oh, there was one I other. They like the driving. Couple. Driving Miss Daisy. No. Blade Runner. Like couple on SNL. No, not Blade Runner. Leviathan. It's something. Something I saw in the eighty-one, eighty-two, eighty-three time frame. Yeah. Tron. Tron. You did a lot of design work on Tron. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So. So yeah. And, yeah. and Metal Herlant, uh Oh yeah. Was just. An amazing, amazing The airtight garage of Jerry Cornelius. <laughs> yes. <laughs> month after month of saying, what the hell is this about? <laughs> I'm going to check that out sometime. I've never read The Airtight Garage. Oh, you, there's not much to read. It's a lot of visuals. Yeah. Well, Actually, they're, they're great visuals. If yeah. you read anything, read the uh, the etheric flyer stuff by uh, Dick Lupov and Steve Stiles. Okay. Best thing to ever run any of the heavy metal and metal yeah. Okay. Stuff. Mm. Uh, mm. And also that Hanson Studios are coming back with an interesting project called the Happy Time Murders. Hmm. Which is sort of like a Who Framed Roger Rabbit with with puppets. puppets. I like yes. it. Yes, that, that will be my favorite episode of Angel ever. Right, it's, it's going to be Puppet Noir. Hmm. June 29th, two thousand twelve is GI Joe two. We're all well. Going. I guess. <laughs> Can you buy tickets, Nate? Can you get online and buy the tickets? Probably. Use my I'm really number. hoping for a press screening, and if there is a press screening, get us all in. Which do I have to take? Which yep. one? Are you? This what? One, yeah, don't. Um, uh, who's the GI Joe expert? I know, panel. but you know, I've never taken you Nate to a screening. Extra yeah. tickets. That's not Derek. The whole point <laughs> is that we all go together. Right. Dang. Unity. We have to recreate that. And we have to bring Rob. Experience. And That's speaking right. of, I just want to put another plea. People go watch John Carter, uh, which is. Uh, Tanking. Yeah. No, actually, it's not. Tell me, tell week. me the D. De- tell me uh, the Disney take on it. The, well, the actual reality is that their box office take Dave went, knows box office went up it. on Saturday. Two hundred, yes, then that, that's true. But at thirty million dollars, it's a decent opening, but not when you factor in a two hundred fifty million dollars budget. But you also can't you can't discount the seventy million international that it made. Mm-hmm. And if it's if its take is actually increasing, then they might actually have a perennial that it's going to last for a few weeks in the top five. In which case they're going to be fine. They, as long as they do four or five weeks. But, but are you talking about just being fine? You mean breaking even? Or are you talking about sequels? Because, breaking even, even breaking in Hollywood even means that you've is, they, made they money. Do that with, with no, I think they're going to do. I think they're going to do much better international. Yeah. Internationally, and the reality is, the American box office has changed. That's why the with the Avenger, well, Avengers Assemble, as it is known in the UK, will be opening a week earlier in Europe than it is here. Um, we are no longer the main audience. Well, no, that's not true. Well, that's it, we are not the main audience for initial release. We are still the main audience for DVD sales, and the odds are, I well, because the other countries all pirate them. Yeah, because the pirates all pirate, of course. Um, but the, it will actually probably more than break even, and probably start to make money once DVD hits. That's true. Which is why we have a cars. Why we got a cars too. Two. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. cars too had toys. Which John is Carter which is my which I'm toys. you know why they're not going to sell many toys because they didn't make any and oh, I'm pissed yeah yeah um, I love just that. like the Rocketeer they totally bobbled everything when it comes to licensing there's no video game for a game that for a movie they, that would have spent all their money on them film they didn't have anything left to. I really would doubt that. would have that. been an awesome first-person video game because you'd be jumping everywhere in the, vid- in the scenery. Going, yeah, Throwing up from time to cool. time, granted. Well. <laughs> from the, uh, but there are no action figures. There's no stuffed woola. Um, yep. You know, things that there should be. They, they had plenty of characters that would have appealed to wind kids. Wind-up woola. A wind-up woola. Yeah, don't get would me wrong. I'd, I'd still want to go see the film, and I'd probably even want to go see it in 3D. Go see but, it. But, uh, yeah. yeah. In terms of... Uh, 
you know, for the fans who are looking for a sequel, I highly doubt it. I think we may see a couple of either Disney Channel or uh, other things. Disney Channel? Or not I don't think Disney they have Channel. that type of money to put a sequel um, of I that think, well, I don't think I don't think it'll be of that caliber, but I think we will see a release, maybe perhaps direct-to-video. Animated? Uh, possibly animated. Yeah, I can see animated. Did the Tron cartoon come and go? Not yet. It's coming to Disney XD, I think, in the summer. So after everybody's already forgotten... Well, no, they're still moving forward with it. Yeah. The movie was what seven years ago now? Uh, just two the sequel. Two. You oh. know, I think I'd ra- I'd, I think I'd half. prefer an animated John Carter. Of oh, Mars absolutely. Because they would do things that they normally wouldn't do in a. Oh, that's kinky, Rick. In a uh, <laughs> live action. Yeah. What's funny is I'm working with. I'm starting to work with the uh, Robert E. Howard uh, Museum in Texas on doing an exhibit of his stuff. Because he, he was he was very there. into uh, computers, right? Oh, huge. Absolutely yeah. huge. You know, I didn't realize he, he killed himself when he was like 30. Yes. Yes. That's like, wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's all it takes to become famous for eternity. Uh, Those of you who are create, at home. <laughs> to create Conan first, got to do something like that. But he, was, oh. he wasn't really famous until years after his right. death, that's especially when the, Lancer, when the Lancer books came Think out. Think of all that <coughs> he didn't get. Oh, yeah. What's wow, Ron. Yeah. Wow. You're Even a- Nate just turned on you. <laughs> you're, you're going and he's one of your posse. I'm going dark. surreal. <laughs> no, that's not, that's not surreal. That was pretty much earthy. Uh, very uh, blunt. There's something, there's something and, uh, pent up in your soul. I think your relationship status is going to change again on Facebook what? after this podcast comes out. Uh, she so, likes it dark. Oh, dear God. Um, and I'm not talking about. I us. know more like a little cafe au lait. Uh, so uh, let's go to TV. You've got the Wizards 35th anniversary DVD. Oh, no, you can't. Over to TV. One last That's not TV. On movies. The uh, came out today that the World War Z got pushed out to 2013. That's what I was going to bring up. <sighs> uh, yeah, nobody cares. We hate it. Hey, Max. No, I'm. I hope that movie never comes out. Hey, 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 Max is a good guy. No, Max is a great guy. Brad Pitt. Yeah, what has he done for humanity? Uh, So, he adopted half of Somalia. I was about to say the exact same thing, including the Somalia. (laughs) Wow, good. Uh, befriended Jonah Hill and gave him some legitimacy as an actor. So, Did you know Jonah Hill put on all that weight again? I, I've God. mentioned Good that a couple of times. It's like I've seen pictures. Did you know that Jonah Hill helped out uh, Sasha, Baron Cohen, Sasha Baron Cohen on the um, whatever that movie the called? C- the Dictator. Dictator? Oh. The Dictator. He called him and he's like, "Hey, can you write help write some stuff for this?" And he's like, "Yeah, cool." Because really? he used to write on uh, yeah. the LG show. Wow. Oh, oh, awesome. Wow. Cool. Good. I, uh, Good for him. I He's not think, too big I for his think, britches. I uh, think what I've seen in the episode of, of Saturday Night Live he hosted last weekend uh, was pretty funny. I didn't get it to finish it, funny. but the first half oh, it had me rolling. It was so funny. Yeah. I liked it. We can talk about that. it off the air because a lot of it was inappropriate, but I, I laughed really that hard. That little Jewish kid. The Benny Hanna sketch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that character. Uh, yeah. I liked the talking monkey. Um, I didn't see that that yet. No. Don't spoil it. <laughs> I'm going to go home and watch it tonight. It's so good and so wrong. Awesome. Uh, that's all I can say. All right. So, um, anyway, uh, so yeah, I consider. Actually, it, still in movies. I consider DVD to be TV because I'm going okay. to watch it. Fair it. enough. Yes. So, the small 35th anniversary edition. Not Rick's. He's oh. got a very big screen. It's bigger than the Sunnyvale Town Center AMC 6. It is. Back it is. When I was it's a little bit larger. Worked in the that. 80s. I know the screen. Okay. It's wider. Um, 
the so it's it's girthy thirty fifth anniversary edition of Ralph Bakshi's Bakshi Bakshi Wizards came out this week and 20th Century Fox's first animated film. It's the Blu-ray edition. And it is in a booklet. The, the booklet's pretty pretty, but it's only got about you know, six pages inside. Some art, some new art that we've seen before. And some of Bakshi's spit. And pretty much everything else is, as far as I can tell, pretty identical to the 2004 DVD edition, including the only special content on it, which is the uh, narration by Ralph over the film. Which is still very entertaining it and is. and he you learn a lot about the about the film, you learn a lot about the creative process and about control in the creative process because he was he says the reason why he was able to do this film the way he way he wanted it to was the studio didn't care because he had no budget and he was doing everything with like a five guy crew and so they were all just living and breathing this film and they all had the same vision there was no one saying no you can't do that because the film is uh it takes a lot of the spirit of his previous films which were always playing a little bit loose with uh with sexuality and with uh easy easy people dying very easily a mm-hmm. comedic yeah. death um he gives a lot of credit to all the artists that uh, contributed like mike plug one of my favorites and of course frank frazetta um but the film uh, holds up uh, from a storytelling standpoint. This is the film he made right before he made Lord of the Rings. Right. And this, it is kind of his audition to make Lord of the Rings. He took this film with him to to the uh, Tolkien estate and was given the go-ahead. Before, because before that, they were going to do a live-action um, film with add a bunch of different characters and stuff. But So he actually pulled that back, even though he kind of botched uh, getting the film finished. We won't go that far. Kind of. You know, he only he did half the <laughs> half the half the book, and then uh, Rankin Stop. Bass came in and did the rest. Yes. Um, the film, if you're not familiar with it, it was it came out in '75, I think. Seventy. Seventy. Might have been '77. I think it was. Oh, you're right. You're right. Twelve. Right. Twelve. Twelve. Minus, right. Right. Uh, Seventy-seven. Um, I just know I saw it in a double it's feature actually, with Phantom of the Paradise. It isn't quite nice. Just and couple, your mind was blown. Just a couple weeks that's after a, I saw a Rocky good, Horror Picture Show for the first feature. time, and I'd say that was a weird year. I was 11. I think it explains an awful, awful lot. lot about you. I was too. You're not supposed to watch that. Movie, I was right? unborn, and that's probably why I still uh, haven't seen the film. But yeah. you can see you can see a lot of uh, John uh, Bode, uh, Von Bode. Bode. Uh, had been doing a strip in Penthouse Magazine called Cheech Wizard for years, which later mm-hmm. got collected into comics um, about this squat little liz- wizard in a, in a big hat that pretty much covered his whole body. Except right. for his giant feet. His giant feet and occasionally a protrusion at the front of the hat. Yes. <laughs> um, and the uh, are you talking about his yes oh, okay. and the and and all the voluptuous little fairies and, and elf people years ago Westercon or or uh, yeah or or silicon it was we silicon. interviewed, we interviewed uh, his son, son Mark yeah, Mark, Mark about how uh, he settled with Ralph Bakshi legally because it was a big rip off of yeah. his yep. father's work yeah um, um, it it really feels it, it feels almost homageish I mean I I'm, they didn't mention it at all of course in the film. Um, but it's it's a uh, epic quest. It has a nice twist at the end. It's seventy minutes of your life that you probably will spend again and again yeah. watching over. Well, it is. It also uses uh, the same rotoscoping scoping techniques that he yeah. used much more in uh, Lord of the Rings 
and there's a lot of a lot of good humor. It features at that time an unknown actor named Mark Hamill, who was simultaneously doing a little film called Star Wars. And what I didn't know was that the original name for Wizards was Wizards War, until George Lucas said, "You know, I'm making another movie that's got war in it. Do you think you could change your name?" And he did. So, what a nice guy. Yeah. No, it, it's funny. Um, this is one of my favorite films, and it is one that is begging for preservation. Um, I believe I had heard that a camera negative no longer exists. I think it, I think it's right. Which is a shame. You'd expect a film like this to have been cleaned up digitally. It has not been. There's yeah. still a lot of dirt uh, showing up, mm-hmm. flex moving about, uh, and there's a lot of errors that it made, and they made it really on the cheap, and there are points where some of the overlays are transparent where they should be opaque and they just kind of flash on the screen quickly there's some lighting strangeness um yeah. but that's part of the fun the, uh, and and i would make that argument except for the dirt and stuff i would say you don't clean a film like this up because this shows yeah. what they actually made this see is but the you're making the made. case for the star wars uh kind no i'm of, not uh, i'm actually not i'm just saying you clean the dirt off the negatives yeah. just get a clean print to do yeah. a transfer and then print. change job of the hut well, yeah. Right. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, because exactly. he never belonged in that movie. Yeah. Ooh, well, the no. other thing was that I make uh, Han shoot second. Yes. I watched Wizards with my dad. It was one of the last movies we watched together. Ah. And my dad had been friends with Han for years and years. Uh-huh. They had known each other, and he would point out, stole that from from the Cobalt Sixty thing, stole that from the uh, from Cheech Wizard, and would like do those right. Books. Necron ninety nine was Cobalt Sixty. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And so you know all those little things that all sort of added up, and you know right, Nate. Exactly. In fact, when I when Wait. I first saw it, I thought it was okay. I think it's I think it's artist. fair. We you know we've gone off on something that Lon doesn't know about, and his attention span <laughs> yeah. is really stretched to the what limit. What are you talking about? So we're gonna go to Me and Nate British talking. television. Exactly. Let's go. But first, we're gonna actually talk about television that is made with a lot of British actors faking Southern accents. The Walking Dead. Go. Oh, we're not we're not gonna end with this. No. Why Why should be? Because because it's the last thing on the list. Well, I'm and then you want to end with something easy, good? No. Go. Talk about the Walking Dead. I'm there now. Go. Walking Dead. Spoilers on. Okay. Spoilers on. Spoilers. Dave wants to get in on this. Dave, you you want you you seem like you had something to talk about. Why don't you start? Well, I mean, so are we all in agreement that we're going to talk about? Yes. Spoilers are on, Dave. We just said it three times. Right, right, right. So for the people who are the comic fans here, um, comic fan of the Walking Dead. Are there any comic fans here? Yes. Um. So how I'd like to have your guys' opinion. How authentic was that scene with Shane? Not how authentic very. was it, or how close to the comic book was well, it? Because it was very so authentic, but it was not not what happened. In the what comic. happened in the comic? Right. Book. I, I figured it's not what happened in the comic, because but I figured that uh, I think my understanding was that uh, um, Carl does end up shooting him in the comic, correct? But he does. Get, get, get he does end up shooting. Who are we talking about? Shane. Shane. Let's just just to spoil it here. This week's episode ended with Shane dying. Right? We all in agreement. Well, I think it ended with zombies on the horizon. And then <laughs> yes. And then Shane came back as a zombie. Really what? quick. Really huh? quickly. Really quickly. A lot faster than the last zombie transformation we watched twenty four hours before it came back. Well, there was no zombie transformation, and we didn't Dale wasn't anyone. dead yet. No, no, no. Earlier, earlier. Remember uh, the sister who died, and she cradled the dead body for like eight hours oh, yes, until yes, it came yes, back, yes. and then he finally killed. She no, was- but that was off a bite, though. This was off just hours. a you death. Mean the- but she died. That wasn't 24 hours earlier. Well, it was like 12. She waited through the night. She was still sitting there. 
Yeah, but that was off a bite. Okay. You're talking about Andrea's sister? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was a different type of death. And this was different. Okay. And this added something new to the lore, which is from the book, which we all right. really like. zombie? No, the fact that Well, they've you, been leading up to it. You don't have to get bit to become a zombie. You just have to die. Everyone is infected. Mm-hmm. Right. Everyone. Or but anyways, to answer Dave's question, uh, in the book, in the comic, Carl just outright shoots normal Shane. Just from just walking down the street type of thing? No, well, they well, were walking down a street. No, um, no, they're fighting in the forest, uh, doing a little horse play, doing, playing a little grab ass. And uh, it looks like Shane's going to get the upper hand on Rick. And Carl whips it out and uh, shoots him with it. So, and he's dead. But I think in this one, they, they wanted to still have Carl shoot somebody. So they made Shane do the whole zombie dance. To make it more, I don't know, acceptable on There's a American dance? television. It's a zombie, zombie dance. dance. It's a new Prince it's song. It's a zombie yeah. dance. I have a theory about that. Uh-oh. Store owner. Anna's got it. Because very subtly, Anna's been hovering around, waiting for the moment to come mm. in. Because I've had a very strong theory about, about do you know how? I, do you know how I know you were waiting to break in here? My breath? No, that you were uh, pretending to read a comic book. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> And you busted. (laughs) Busted. Similar but the same. No, I I all along thought they would never have uh, a child child, shoot a human being. An adult human being Mm -hmm. on uh, a major channel, maybe HBO or something, but not a major uh, channel. And so I figured the only way they would... That, that this would work as if Shane was already dead, and he is. He's a zombie. So this way he's he's defending his dad from a monster, not killing a man. Yeah, that's why they did it. But it still has the same drama. He still yeah. shot a being, mm-hmm. whether or not it's a monster or human, and he still is going to have the horror of Shane being dead on him, like in the comic, and it's still going to put him through that same psychological stress that really transformed his character in the book. Hmm. No, oh, yeah. Carl's been going through a transition. And then uh, having part in killing Dale didn't already have him going down that road? That's true. Well, well thank you, Gary, for your commentary. And, uh, yeah, okay. That's a bad, you know, you, you're bad possessive of this microwave. Uh, I am, I am possessive of this. Um, <laughs> he likes I, to have his mouth close to it. Don't look at it under a black light. I had <laughs> one problem yes. with Carl becoming a man. Shane, Shane, no. Okay, what was He it? raises the gun. Uh-huh. He's pointing his it. dad. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's... But when it's the Shane angle. is walking over there, he never says, Hey, Dad, take a step to your right so I can get a clear shot at the zombie that's coming up behind you. You know... He just continues to... Well, he and was, everybody he knows... Processing. We know Right, but why everybody knows you're that. not really going to shoot your dad. Right. We know why And they know that. there's zombie Shane behind him, and yep. we know exactly what's happening. But logically, the kid right. would say... Get the hell out of the way. Except for he's he's, he's been so twisted around by things that have happened recently. The fact that he's non-communicative at that point, I can I can buy that. Yeah, I buy eh. it. What I don't buy is the fact that nobody said anything about him stealing Daryl's gun. Yeah. And Rick didn't go, hey, this is Daryl's. Maybe you should give it back to him. Yeah, keep it. They make a little joke and give Daryl uh, Dale's gun. Which and he's is like, like man, old, I wish I had my gun. Yeah, I wish I could find my gun. It's like, um... Oh, yeah, about what that. I don't buy is Anna reading a comic book. Oh, I, right. I really don't buy that. Especially because it was upside down. Um, was anybody else thinking when 
Rick and Shane were fighting that all of a sudden an arrow would come out of nowhere through Shane's head. I kind of felt that went right after Daryl and Glenn. Isn't he out of arrows? No, no, he made new arrows. Oh, he made new arrows? When Daryl and Glenn figured out the guy's neck was broken, they were like, okay, this guy didn't get bit. Shane broke his neck and came back, and we're being set up. I figured they'd go run and find them, and then out of nowhere, an arrow was going to come No, I thought they were going to follow the Carl thing. I was waiting for because they show Carl in the bedroom with the binoculars. Yeah, which you, was it was so foreshadowing. How did he get there so fast? They took him. It took him so long to walk through the forest and get to that clearing. But yet, little skinny, pale Carl, who's undernourished. Well, actually, what they haven't released yet is that Carl can teleport. How come nobody is watching that kid? I know. <laughs> you know what? I'm, he has a gun now. You know what? I'm, I'm really like loving about this show is the talking dead afterwards. Oh, absolutely. Because it brings another, the analysis that they do right away. I go back and watch the show again after I watch watch them talk about it. I honestly don't feel like the analysis is that in-depth. We need to start calling in so all of us can discuss. Yeah, um, yeah, but you watch it at 6. Oh, okay. Yeah. Or I guess 7. The one thing I was most bummed about is my walking dead drinking drinking game is now complete. (laughs) So you can't ever play it. Unless you rent the DVDs. And but. you can start a new one, right? I mean, figure out every a new time trend. Carl gets away from yeah, an adult Carl supervision, <laughs> you're hammered by. <laughs> yeah, you have to drink a whole shot. Every time Carl is in the forest by himself. Well, Anytime not- Carl is on screen alone. <laughs> so I think we're, we can now talk about the spoiler that came out. No, no, I mean that, that happened already, which was that DVD box set for season two. Wait, is this going to give away anything no, no. from the rest of the thing? No. I don't want to hear about any other spoilers. This is a screwdriver no, will, edition? Yeah, the screwdriver edition that, that Nate had a photo of, but the one they actually published on the on the website for um, AMC actually had the description on the back showing you know, a recap of Shane's last episode. And basically oh, really? that gave away, like, oh, what is it, two weeks ago now? The fact that he was going to die. Not that was a huge spoiler, but... Well, well why would they I, show the back? They didn't. And you I couldn't th- see that in Image Expo. I didn't see anything. And I so think they the other on the website. And but why would you read that, Dave? Because ah, you can't help it. It's spoiler, there. Dave. Yeah. Uh, spoiler, it's just spoiler, Dave. That we he's got. A, he's like our posse. Guy. The, but um, we knew that Frank Darabont had taken that actor and was putting him in L.A. Noir, his uh, new TV pilot. Yes, but also Simon though, Dave. didn't we mention a while ago? And I wanted to bring this up. You had mentioned that there was one actor that asked, asked to be out right. of his contract. I'm guessing that was now Jeffrey DeMunn, the guy who plays Dale. No. Because he's done a bunch of stuff with Darabont yeah. in the past. And so and Dar- and Dale's character in the book lasts so much longer. Right. Yeah. And he was killed uh, two weeks and, ago. And, 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 and that's true. I still and I read he's going to be on L.A. Noir. I well, I, I just really like that because Walking Dead is a comic book that people read so closely, so obsessively. That by making the TV series something different in its order, you know, th- there are surprises to be had. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, then I want to put it out there. Who? Okay. Who's all watching? Everybody except Derek? Yeah, everyone but Derek, no. yeah. Uh, predictions for who's not going to make it to season three. Uh, Rick, Shane, go. Dale. I no, am no, a, no, no, no. Here's what I'm betting. I am betting it's just Rick and, and, uh, and, and Carl. Carl. Yeah. Going to get rid of everybody Everybody in the last else season? dies. No. Uh, I don't know, no. Nate. I think that who's zombie bait? For Glenn's zombie bait, but I think Glenn's gonna make it. I think Glenn will stay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daryl, 
He's hot with the ladies right now. And he's an awesome character. Like, he's a guy that's not in the comic. He's a guy that Kirkman is saying, yeah, he'd be cool to introduce to the comic, but how do you do that at this point when they don't trust anyone outside of their group? Uh, but he's a guy that Kirkman has discussed wanting and to add. And you can't get rid of T-Dog because he's the only black person You can on the definitely show. get rid of T-Dog because well, Tyrese gonna... is going to be introduced at some point and Michonne is going to be introduced at some point. Is that how you pronounce the name? Yeah. You can listen to the... Uh, this ain't WonderCon either podcast. Oh, the callback from Dave. Yeah. <laughs> um, Will they get rid of the short-haired Sophia's mom? Yes. But Lori? Before no, not Lori. Three? What's her name? You mean in this next Judy? episode? Because there's only one episode. Is it Judy? Whatever it is. I, don't I think she could go in the next episode. T-Dog could go in the next episode. They're they're setting it up a for, for, uh, for a lot of people. To yeah, it's die supposed to be like a melee. Yeah, a yeah. Of Most of the people on the farm, yeah, pretty much everybody on the farm except all, for all Maggie. Herschel's, all Herschel's, all of his offspring dead. and Herschel could all die. Mm-hmm. That's enough people, I think. For Maggie last and Glenn will make it out. Maggie and Glenn will make it. Lori will make it. Carl will make it. Rick will make it. Rick and his clan and will it. make it out. Uh, and Daryl will make it. And Daryl. I think everyone else is... Uh, and Andrea. Andrea will oh, make Andrea it because she's got to start sniping people and they have to redeem her terrible character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's going to be a lot more deaths. I mean, it's pretty good. Nobody can actually hold out for like a pay raise. It's no. very clever. It's, it's oh. very clever. Uh, so, Only Rick. Uh, Rick wanted to talk about Young Justice and I just wanted to to uh, say... Oh, wait, that sorry, got, one last thing before we move on. God away. damn it. No, there was a, I don't know if you guys saw the commercials during the, the show, but they're going to have a Facebook game of Walking Dead yes, I that's going to come that. out in April. I saw that as I was fast-forwarding through the commercials during the show. Facebooking Dead? No, if it was yes. a, a, a Walking Dead version of Plants vs. Zombies... It kind of looked like I it. I would totally, totally Did you not see that. it? It kind of no, looked like that. It actually kind of looked like that. a really? Walking Dead version of the Avengers game mm-hmm. on Facebook, what? which is awesome. Which is actually something we're long to talk about later. Well, now Rick, he was going to transition to Rick's thing. Go ahead. Well, you know, that that that's shot to hell. Um, <laughs> but that's all right. I didn't do it. Yeah, I know you didn't, which is weird. So Edit that it's out. like I have no... Uh, Juan came in as the organizer. I know. It's cats and dogs. Is it raining fire? It's raining fire outside. Um, Look at those. My bad. Uh, Would you like to hear about Young Justice? I know. I was just going to say they're adding Blue Beetle and Lagoon Boy to the cast of Young Justice. Lagoon Boy. But uh, this talks about DC Nation. Now, did you catch it this week at all? I don't know what time it starts. It's in the morning. Yeah, it's in the morning. I can't TiVo it if I don't know when it's going to be. You got to look it up if you're going to find out. No, I just tell TiVo. Okay. <laughs> just go. Does anybody... TiVo. Is, is TiVo recording. <laughs> it any- doesn't work, though. <laughs> it's not Surrey. Is anyone else watching I'm Young Justice? I'm way behind. No. Watch some, so well, I, mean, I, I haven't been watching it, but I watched the last episode, which okay. was a great little story about the Young Justice kids being drafted in to work with the Justice League. Right. And they had great renditions of all the Justice League characters. They had, And it really was like... Justice League expanded with these uh, mm-hmm. additional it characters, been, yeah. but there was a spotlight story on Kid Flash having having been given this this job by Batman. Flash wanted to be in the battle with everyone, but he's been made into a messenger boy to deliver a heart across country. He has to get it to another to another Ooh. hospital, and on his way there, he keeps getting interrupted. And he has a showdown with Vandal Savage. In the 10 seconds it should take him to get across country. 
He's not that fast. He's not that fast. He's not Whatever. the Flash. That's actually kind of like he's the also, first ba- uh, Wally West story. Right, in the early run. Story, he, yeah. the first, he's yeah. also given instructions not to jostle the heart. Not to... Not to vibrate. If you run too yeah. fast with that, that yeah. would... Uh, vibrate the heart to death. What I want to know is, why are there no social workers on this show trying to get these children out of danger? I mean... They're children. They're secret identities. Yeah, but if I saw a little kid running around a mask, I'd be all, where are the parents? Anyway, that seems to be a theme for this episode. That does. And, and <laughs> are the child, and the How child did he get out of that room? And millionaire playboy Bruce Wayne shows up, makes a donation to the social services agency, <laughs> and withdraws another Robin. <laughs> <laughs> that guy has a thing for kids. He's a weirdo. Here's another million. <laughs> Let me wrap this up just with saying, I was really impressed with the writing on this show. The dialogue was all great. The kids' dialogue sounded great without it being stupid. And the, the Batman stuff was awesome. So, I mean, if you're looking for the JLA, uh, this is it. This is what they've got right now. And it's it's more than satisfying. Good show, again. Written. As opposed to the Green Lantern thing which i've watched the first two episodes again. which was just the pilot right the, the or, or pilot the, the preview the pilot was two episodes right. stuck together and they've shown both of those now so maybe we'll get another episode this week okay i believe we do because i think i checked my dvr and there is something set up to recording record. okay okay when are the avengers coming back april 1st long oh sweet I and ultimate wait. spider-man too sweet excellent. i'll be there excellent because i'm totally caught up in avengers now so, so awesome. caught up in you. How about Avengers uh, Avengers Alliance on Facebook? Uh, first of all, I all of a sudden just saw these pop-up requests of my friends playing this strange game on Facebook. You were first. Well, you, yeah, first from you we guys. saw. Yeah. And so I, I was curious. And I thought I'd try it. And then uh, I was interested. And I played and a I little more, and I was and interested. I wasn't interested in anyone who's suddenly lost interest. No. Um, <laughs> but one of the things I know... Okay, so basically, there's this new game on Facebook. What would they call that? It's not It's not a... Not a P... What do they call it? It's like an app. It's a Facebook app. An app? Okay. It's a Facebook app, yeah. So uh, it's an RPG. Uh, you uh You become a shield agent. Are you a man or a woman shield agent? Yes, you're a man or a woman. My guy looks like Tracy Morgan with blonde hair. It's nice. hilarious. I'm, Tracy Morgan. <laughs> I'm basically uh, astronaut Jones. It's really awesome. <laughs> awesome. And, awesome. Uh, Is that your name? I wish. No, I'm Agent Lopez. Oh. You ch- you choose so. you choose your sex, and your face and hair color, and that's about it. Yeah. Exactly. And your name. Okay, well, so it's no DC Universe Online. Yeah, but but, but for a, for a daily at work time killer, it was actually pretty fun. You have to basically recruit friends to play in order to get certain items. rewards or benefits but or that's items. Very standard with those sure, games, yeah, sure. But it's like it's one of those things. In order to progress into the game, you have to keep bugging your friends to give you shield you points. You bugged me or, several times, perhaps honestly, in one day. I don't, I don't know if know. it's bugging you because it's one of those, if you give me something, it says, take it and then return the favor. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's one of those where I'm just returning it, but it's making it look like, yes. oh, so-and-so wants this from you or here. Mm, yeah. And it's like one of those things right. I'm yep. like, I'm just trying to return the favor, baby. That's all I'm doing. No, that's yeah. that's what they do. That's yeah. how they, they get more people to, and because... As a recipient of that, I feel like, oh, I really ought to do this because Lon's going to be upset but, if yeah. I don't do it. I need pilots for my helicarrier jets. Did you, know you see mean? that you can buy gold with actual money? Yes, oh, I saw that. Mm-hmm. Facebook games yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. I, uh, I, I want to meet the people who are paying 
to play a free game on Facebook. The people who steal the their same, mom's credit cards. So the same people who play Farmville. Yeah, Did you have to pay for Farmville? You, you, you can. You can. Yeah. If you want to get all the good stuff fast, you but pay for it. what's good about the good stuff in These real are life? not games. They're ridiculous money grab things. Well, yeah, we, uh, I have broken down on Superhero Squad Online and bought gold for my son. Oh. But Superhero Squad Online is a video game, right? It's an, or is it an, an app type of game? It's a free MO. No, it's, it's a video game. I mean, it's... It's, it's like a DLC. It runs around and stuff. Yeah, it's not just. There. Yeah. This isn't even a side scroller. It's like a sideways a Final standard. Fantasy adventure yeah. attack That's game. I kind of yeah. like it. It's kind of like a game, an original Game Boy game. game. Turn yeah, turn-based. What I like though too is the fact that, like I said, it's a good work time killer because like if you got a little free time, you go play it for a little bit. Send you can send your characters on missions that are timed or whatever, so you can get the experience or the cash. So I like, you know, play it for a little bit and then go back and do some work. Yeah. Come back and check it, play a little more, go back and do a little more work, and then come back and do a little more of the game, then come back, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. do it that way. So I had a good time. I So if you're on Facebook and you want to, oh, and I unlocked the PvP mode to where you can challenge other players in the game and take your team versus Great. their team. And then it's even more fun. Because then you can just go straight Have up you battles. Been, you've been able to play against somebody else? Or, yeah, I or played. I kicked three people's arses. Is it better than the old uh, wrestler game in terms of player versus player? Oh, of course, because the old wrestler game was just text. This one you actually are equipping weapons and yeah, you're, but you it know, was fun. Yeah, it was. Eh, it was fun-ish. Anyways. <laughs> If you're on the Facebook... That just got awkward over here. <laughs> uh, this just in. Nate asked Chris Garcia, why weren't we in the stable together? And he just mm. named the podcast. Yes. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> but if you're on the Facebook I and you want to play this game... I don't know or care what the context was. <laughs> you can add any of us as your friends. That's and true. we will pilot your jets. And maybe join your team. I don't know. He's got a new that's, career. I, I feel like that's another potential title. Yeah. We will pilot your jets. <laughs> I didn't say polish your jets. No, you pilot. didn't. Okay. No, so, uh, but no. We might polish your cockpit, but no. other than that, or is there anything got, else on the list? Not now. I can't go on after this. Um, I think you just named the podcast. <laughs> I can't go on. Oh wait, that. there's one other thing. What? WonderCon is this weekend. Yes, are you going? No, <laughs> but my brother is. He's got a booth. Hey, all right. Oh, okay. He's sponsoring us this week. Go ahead, say it. I don't know what the booth number is, but you can find him there. Ben Costa. At, at Sherlong Pong. Sherlong, the one Sherlong in Pong. Pong. And what com. section will he be in? Who knows? Probably <laughs> small press. Small press? Okay. Yeah. Not Artist Alley, but small mm, press. Yeah, most likely small press, possibly Artist Alley. And ben Costa. What will he be selling there? He'll be selling Pong. The Wandering Shaolin Monk, Volume One, as opposed to Pong, the, the video, video game. game. Yes, not Pong, the video game. He'll be, he'll probably have some single issues. He'll probably have, he'll, he'll definitely have a bunch of T-shirts. He'll have some posters. His some posters prints. are awesome. I'd like to buy one when I didn't have to roll it up and put it on a plane to get it back. Hmm. hmm. Maybe at Ape. Hmm. Is he going to go to uh, Big Wow this year? Probably Again? not. Oh, he was. Not happy with Big Wong? No. Okay, so if you walk by WanderCon and you see the booth that has the character Pong and you see an artist with his back to you. Ask him if he's that Nate Costa's brother. Or looking down at the ground <laughs> yes, or talking uh, to his girlfriend. Assiduously avoiding eye contact, that will be Ben. Uh, so, uh, great. Well, cool. Thanks for bringing that up, Nate. Always happy to give Ben a plug. Certainly. So, all right. Uh, 
So if you've got any questions, comments, compliments, commentary, you went to WonderCon, you had an encounter with Ben Costa, write in to editor at fanboyplanet.com or sandpaper at fanboyplanet.com. Till next week, this is Derek McCaw, editor-in-chief of fanboyplanet.com. Let's go around the circle. Go. Christopher J. Garcia, Hugo winner. <coughs> Nate Costa, and don't forget to submit your questions for Jim Lee, who will be appearing at Big Wow Comic Fest in San Jose. Yes. May, what, 18th and 19th? Yes. Something like that. You can go email so or to our time. Facebook page. Lon Lopez, don't forget to email me all your playlists and record requests. And we'll see which song will be number one next week on the Fanboy Planet Top Ten. New medication? Uh, I might not be here anymore after that. So this is David Tonkin. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm Rick Brettsnyder reminding you to use your your powers powers only for good. Thanks once again to the great Luke Ski for use of his music in this podcast. Visit Luke Ski at www.lukeski.com. You stayed around through 30 seconds of silence, so you get the Easter egg. Yes, today's Easter egg, the Doctor Who theme played on, oh my god, it's a mini Moog. This is a live performance by Hyperdust7, and you can find the actual video of this on YouTube. But for now, Doctor Who. Doctor Who.